Hello, and welcome to the Branding with Bex podcast. It's your host, Bex here, and we have a very special guest on the show for you today. Today, we have Caroline Smith. She is 15 years old. She's a proud American patriot, and she hosts a political show, The Patriot Talk, where she discusses various political topics from a Christian and conservative perspective. Caroline is only 15, and she's fighting to defend faith and freedom. Thanks to her show, she has had the opportunity to personally interact with some of her biggest political inspirations. She's also made appearances on Newsmax as a panelist. Caroline believes that God called upon her to fight for the future of America, and she is so excited to have other young patriots join her on her fight. Well, I know I'm not that young. I did have the opportunity to join Caroline on her show, and it was truly a delight. She is so great to talk to. She's so smart, and she's so young, and I can just see her making such great waves in the political space. So without further ado, let's bring Caroline onto the show. If you guys are interested in giving her a follow or checking out her website, I will add all of that information in the show notes. Let's get started. Hi, Caroline. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Let's get started by telling the audience a little bit about yourself. Well, hi, Bex. My name is Caroline Smith. I'm 15 years old. I'm a proud American patriot. I host a conservative political show on YouTube called The Patriot Talk, where I discuss, you know, various political topics from a Christian and a conservative perspective. I've gotten to interview some of the top leaders in the conservative movement. God has opened up so many doors for me, and I'm just so excited to be on your show. Thank you so much. Thank you. We're so excited to have you here. And you have it's crazy how much you've accomplished so far. I know you're going to do so many great things within the Thank political you. And only 15 years old, that's truly incredible. So in addition to your political um, career and where you see yourself going in regards to podcasting and things along those lines, what do you do in your spare time? Do you have any any hobbies? What is it like to be a 15-year-old in America today? Okay, well, as you can probably tell, I'm not like the average. <laughs> Most 15-year-olds aren't that interested in politics. So I do spend a lot of time primarily focused on that. I'm also homeschooled and I do dual enrollment at a community college. So I spend a lot of time working on that. But aside from politics and school completely, I really enjoy writing music and Christian songs. And I used to be a cheerleader, so I enjoy tumbling. I have a lot of fun with that. And of course, reading all the time. It's really fun. That's great. I actually was a cheerleader myself. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. And, you know, reading is so, so important. And I'm glad that you touched upon that too. I find myself reading way more than I've spent myself, I've spent watching TV or doing it. Yeah, me too. You can learn so much. It's so interesting. So when did you start to learn about politics and what made you want to get involved? Okay, well, I'd have to say it probably started back in 2016. I was a big supporter of President Trump. I have been from the start. I still am today. He's awesome. So it kind of started back when I was watching the presidential debates and I started becoming more interested. I was like, wait, this is actually kind of fun to watch. This is interesting. Um, of course, everything's interested when Trump is involved. <laughs> so I loved it. I I got involved with it. I was outspoken during the election. I was outspoken with my family, not necessarily online because I was 10 years old, but definitely within my family and within my friends. I was I would talk about it all the time. But then I kind of I kind of forgot about politics for a little while after President Trump was elected mm -hmm. because I didn't need to worry about what was going on in America. You know, I was just a kid. And since America was going through a time of peace and prosperity, I got to focus on other aspects of my life, such as, you know, growing in my faith and focusing on my school. And um, it kind of started I kind of started just, you know, going off and exploring other aspects of my life. But last year I was told 
for the first time in my life that I couldn't go to church because the government wouldn't allow me to. And in America, I thought that was so crazy because I've grown up going to church my entire life. I know that here in America, we have religious freedom. So the fact that the government told me I couldn't go to church, that just kind of blew me away. And so I was a little upset about that. I started talking to my parents about it. I was like, this is unfair. This is not right. Um, my granddad was a pastor and, you know, he couldn't preach at church in fear of, you know, getting fined, getting arrested, whatever. It's real. It was a real problem there for a little while. So I started really becoming outspoken about why the lockdowns in America were unconstitutional. And that's pretty much what kind of led me to, you know, kind of reignite, I guess, a passion for politics. During the 2020 election, I was very outspoken. I attended Trump rallies and I was just incredibly outspoken, started an online account called Caroline the Patriot on Instagram, where I just spoke about my political beliefs. And then this February, um, God woke me up in the middle of the night at 2 a.m. and I felt a need to go right at my desk. I opened up my computer and as soon as I opened up, as soon as I opened up my computer, I knew, okay, this is what I need to do. I didn't even have to think about having, you know, like a name for my show. It just came to me, the Patriot Talk, and God has really used it in extraordinary ways. Sorry, that was such a long answer, but I had to tell you the whole story. No, that's awesome. And, you know, it's really interesting that you brought up, like, from 2016 on, how I feel like there was definitely, like, a lot of stress within that 2016 mm -hmm. election that we, like, every, like, you know, conservatives and we really wanted to see Trump win and then once you won oh, yeah. it was like incredible but you we did take kind of a back seat in regards to the fact that yeah things, absolutely things got easier and like life got better and like the economy was doing great and we you know were we people had good jobs and people were busy and people were able to travel and had like disposable income so I think for a, a certain period of time like over I guess the four years that he was in office we really got to take a step back and focus on hobbies and things we like to do and got distracted and uh, pulled away from the political space and realized that um, we kind of put, I think, at least I think some people, including yeah. myself, you kind of just were like, oh, it's, it's, it's handled, it's covered, like he's got it, like he's doing a great job, like, you know, the area of politics and, and how that affects our life and our economy, like, isn't something that we needed to focus on and stress about and get involved. Yeah, absolutely. In because it was doing so well. And then I think that that kind of once we realized, like after, I think, um, like really January, I would say of this year, mm -hmm. it, it became pretty evident to people's lives that, wow, it's been, and I would say it's just gotten progressively worse as this has happened, but um, we, we need to get involved in every single level. And I think that people are waking up and realizing that and saying like, okay, wow, like we were able to have things so good and life was so easy, but now it's oh, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. I fully agree. I kind of think it's, you know, people start cherishing their freedom more once it starts getting taken away. And that sounds terrible, but we know, okay, now we have to fight for it or else we're going to lose it. And under president Trump, we didn't have to worry about that. Right. Exactly. So that's really interesting that you brought up that point. That's something that I've been thinking about lately too. Like now the ball's in our court, mm -hmm. we have to figure this out ourselves and um, yeah, take it from there. So in regards to your show, I know uh, that you've interviewed so many famous people in the political space. Mm -hmm. Do you have a favorite guest that you had on your show or maybe a, few favorite guests that you'd like to bring up okay so I there have been so many people that have given me a chance you know come on they come on to a 15 year old's podcast show that's pretty <laughs> awesome I'm very grateful that they take the time to sit down and talk with me last week I got to do probably 
to me personally, it was my most exciting interview. I got to interview former press secretary, Sean Spicer. He was probably my favorite. I got to admit, because I've, I've looked up to him for a very long time. You know, he was President Trump's first press secretary. So that was really a cool, that was a full circle moment. I loved, I loved watching him back when he was in the White House. So that was probably the most exciting interview I've gotten to do. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. And it's great that you've, you know, been able to reach out and just put yourself out there. I admire oh, thank that you. so much. Um, so if you could offer any advice to someone who is maybe wanting to start their own podcast, or maybe someone that's afraid to use their own voice or speak their own opinion, what would you say? Okay, well, first of all, I would say, you know, pray about it. Don't just jump into starting a podcast. I felt specifically called to do that. And I got to tell you, it's a big commitment once you get into it. And I'm sure you know that because you're incredible with branding and everything. But, you know, it takes a lot of time and a lot of dedication. to. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I definitely (laughs) tell them, yes, I definitely tell them, you know, once you decide to do it, go all out, be fearless don't care about what people think. People are going to leave you mean comments. People are going to leave you horrible messages. It's just part of being a conservative. I hate to say it, but it is. So you're going to have to get over it. You're going to have to ignore it. And you're going to have to speak up for truth and speak up for freedom. One thing I always remember whenever I get hate messages, and sometimes they're pretty bad. I always remember that, you know, they hated Jesus first. They killed Jesus and he was perfect. So me, a little imperfect 15-year-old girl, if I'm standing on the same side that Jesus did, there's most certainly going to hate me as well. So, you know, we just have to get over it. We have to speak up and fight for truth. We really have to measure how important is our freedom? Is it worth giving up our time for? Is it worth, you know, dedicating our life for? Is it worth risking our life for potentially? And I think it is. And I think that's what anyone who's, you know, thinking about starting a podcast, I think that's the most important thing they should consider. What is freedom worth to them? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that goes along with, you know, putting yourself out there and you can't be Mm -hmm. scared of the cancel culture or what people are going to say about you or think about you, because at the end of the day, what matters is like how you feel about yourself. And if you put yourself out there and you truly believe that what you're doing is, um, your calling and what you're supposed to do, then that's all that really matters. So, um, it can definitely be, you know, intimidating at first, I would say, I I know, like when I first put myself out there too, like, just like you, I got, (laughs) not the nicest messages, definitely had a lot of bad DMs, got a lot of blocks, got a lot of unfriends, all of the above. But um, if you know, like in your heart that what you're doing is what you feel like you should be doing, uh, none of that really matters. Exactly. And so I, you know, I wanted to talk about some organizations that you're involved with. So if there's a young conservative out there that maybe a teenager that's looking to get involved, just like you, what are some organizations that they can join or reach out to? Okay, I would definitely say now I'm not an ambassador for Turning Point USA. I think you are, right? You're an ambassador for Turning Point USA. Yes, I am. But uh, that's an incredible organization. They have the most incredible events. I would definitely recommend people get involved there. Charlie Kirk is doing a critical race theory tour around the United States. I'm going um, to the one in Birmingham or not Birmingham. I don't know what I'm saying. The one in Alabama next month. I'm going to that and. Charlie Kirk does a lot of amazing stuff at Turning Point USA. I know you know a lot about that. So for any young conservative that's really wanting to get involved and really wanting to get started within a particular organization, I would say Turning Point USA all the way. Great. And I know you've gone to some Turning Point events. So I was wondering if you were attending America Fest in December. Um, I'm not sure yet. I have attended the Young Women's Leadership Summit, and I will be attending the Student Action Summit and the Young Women's Leadership Summit next year. I don't know if I'm going to be at America Fest yet. I'm not sure. It's super close to Christmas, and I live so yeah. far away, but we'll see. Maybe. Yeah, that's a big uh, that's a big part of it for me, too. I'm not 100% sure if I'm going 
or not yet. Um, hopefully I can make it there, but it is tough. It's a tough time of year. It's very, yeah, and I will be a CPAC, but that's not necessarily a turning point USA event. Right. No, but that's awesome. That's a great way to get involved as well. So as a young conservative, as someone who is on the ground with this movement, I would love to know where you see the future of America going. And I know this is kind of a loaded, heavy question. <laughs> I am very curious to hear your thoughts. That's a really good question. So I would say that the future of America, hmm, that's really tough because, you know, I look online and I look at what TikTok has done and, you know, all of these social media. So many young people are influenced so heavily by the media that if the media is liberal and their peers are liberal, I'm afraid that some of them are going along with that. But thanks to organizations like Young Americans Against Socialism, Young Americans for Freedom, Turning Point USA, I think that we're definitely leading the conservative movement. I think the movement is stronger than it's ever been before within this generation. And I'm honestly, I'm super excited to see where young people go and how we take back America, because we are the generation that is going to take back America. So I would say I'm definitely more hopeful than anything. Yeah, that's great. I actually had your friend on the show, Kellyanna, and she- Yes, I love Kellyanna. She had a similar outlook as well. I mean, she was very hopeful and optimistic about the future. And I think um, from my perspective, obviously I'm like a generation older than you guys, but I think that- No. The, uh, I think it's really encouraging to see so many young conservatives get involved because when I was your age, it's definitely like organizations like Turning Point weren't, didn't exist. It wasn't a thing. Yeah. And um, I think that if as you're, you know, you're growing up, you definitely form your views and you form your outlook on life. And that's great. But now I see what you what you're saying in regards to social media and the effect that that can have, because I didn't have social media growing up. I mean, I got my space, I think it was in like middle school or something. Yeah. And, you know, so it wasn't um, as relevant. I could only go on on the computer. I didn't have it on my phone 24 seven. And it wasn't as like people didn't get influence, like influencers were mm -hmm. the thing. I mean, it was like the TV, you know, but like, mm -hmm. I think seeing social media, it can go one of two ways. I feel like there's a lot of people that have definitely become more conservative or more freedom minded than because of social media and because of people like you speaking up and raising your voice. So I think that that's, uh, it, it can go both ways. Like you said, you oh, yeah, fully. It's not like it, social media is definitely not just a curse. It's a blessing. It is helping us grow the conservative movement because a lot of people are finding out about Turning Point USA through social media. And I think it's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And, and not just Turning Point. I mean, just having different ideas in general, maybe. Oh, yeah. People sharing, I know about like questioning different things that are happening or, hey, this event just happened and people didn't hear about it because obviously the news doesn't report on anything. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's definitely like opening up people's minds, I would think, to different viewpoints and different outlooks and maybe hopefully people start questioning things more. Um, so, yeah, I'm definitely optimistic about the future, especially in regards to the young um, conservative movement, just because I feel like we... Um, Again, it's the valid speaking points, the getting your message out there, the spreading the information we have, I think is so mm -hmm. important. So I'm definitely hopeful, just like you. Um, so this podcast is mainly based around social media marketing and personal branding. If you could describe your personal brand in two words, what would you say? Oh, that's really hard. Um, I don't know. I guess I would say as a Christian, because I'm primarily focused, you know, all of my politics, all of my political views, all my thoughts, they're based upon my faith over anything. So I definitely say my brand is based upon being a Christian, because I think that like being a conservative and being a Christian, they kind of correlate, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, totally. Um, and that makes sense. So in regards to developing your social media, what platforms are do you use? You mentioned you're on YouTube. I know you're on Instagram. Um, 
Are you on any other platforms? Um, not currently. I'm primarily just on YouTube and Instagram. And I actually have a website now. It's www.thepatriottalk.com. So now I have some articles up there, some interviews, and then all my shows there. So it's easier. It's easiest to find it there probably. Perfect. And it's, it's so important. I'm so glad you mentioned having your own website. I always stress this on my show. I'm like, you need to have your own website. You need to own <laughs> your own domain and you need to like, seriously, because as you've seen, social media can just go away for a day. 100%. Forever. They can shut down your account whenever they feel like it. So it's important to own something um, and having your own website. I feel like it's a really easy way to do that too. Um, yeah, just a little advice too. I'd recommend growing an email list if you haven't already, because I feel like mm-hmm. that'd be perfect for you. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. Thank you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but it's a good way <laughs> to keep everybody in the loop of when new episodes are coming out and stuff like that. And then mm-hmm. also like you own your email list. So if anything yeah. were to happen, like Instagram were to shut down or something like that, like your followers would know where to find you because you could just send them an email. So it's just, and that's a really good idea. And now like, who knows, they could ban us any day. They could just cut all conservatives from social media. It sounds oh. far-fetched, but I don't doubt it. Oh, I don't doubt it at all. It doesn't sound too far-fetched. <laughs> Um, so in regards to content, what is your favorite type of content to create? Do you prefer photos, videos, audio? Definitely videos. I think that's the most fun for me. Um, my dad actually owns a video production company. So my entire life, I've just, I've loved cameras. I've loved filming. And so the Patriot Talk really just brings all my love together. Politics, Jesus, and videos. That's great. Awesome. Um, and then, so as we wrap up the show, is there anything else you'd like to share? And then maybe you could also include your links and where people can find you. Okay. Well, first of all, I'd like to say thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. But to anyone listening, I want to say, please speak up, use any platforms you have, utilize every single one of them. I don't care if you want to fully dedicate your social media to being a conservative. You definitely don't have to do that, but please speak up. Please join the fight for freedom because you don't want to look back 20 years from now. And we don't know where America will be at that point and be like, wow, I should have fought harder. You don't want to regret that. And that's what I'm doing. I certainly don't want to look back and regret anything that I'm doing. So please speak up, keep fighting for our freedom. And yeah, I really appreciate you having me on, Becky. Great. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. It was a pleasure speaking with you again. And if you guys would like to find and talk more with Caroline, we can go ahead and add your links in the show notes. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you. You too. Take care. Bye. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Branding with Bex. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate it if you rated and reviewed on Apple Podcasts. If you're interested in checking out Caroline's content, you can go ahead and look at the show notes where I will add all of her links to all of her social media profiles and her website as well. I hope you guys are having a lovely fall and we will chat soon.